0: Welcome to a new episode of Girlfriend Talks, the podcast that meets the need of every woman by bringing inspiration, affirmations, and information to enlighten you to the truth. I am your host, Gail Brown, your podcast girlfriend. Well, hello, girlfriends. Welcome back to a new episode of Girlfriend Talks. I am so glad that you decided to tune in today. It's going to be a ride. I guarantee you that. I believe that the word that I am going to share on today is going to be impactful and it's going to be transformative. You know, ladies, I want to apologize to you. Yep, I feel like I need to apologize because it has been my intentions. It has been my endeavor (laughs) to upload a new episode every two weeks. And let me tell you, the struggle has been real. So I just ask that you would just continue to pray for me, continue to, you know, just lift me up and just, you know, love on me <laughs> and, and support me as God helps me to navigate, you know, my time, you know, navigate all the many hats that I wear and all the things that I have on my plate. And yes, it may mean that I have to clear my plate of one or two things and that's okay because I want to ensure that that I am stewarding this platform in a manner that God is pleased with. You know, I believe that God has called me to do this. I love to inspire. I love to encourage. And so, you know, I just want to ensure, like I said, that I am stewarding this platform in a manner in which God would have me to. So y'all just keep me in your prayers and I'll do the same for you. I do want to thank you for your support and I want to thank you for your grace. I want to thank you for sharing girlfriend talks and for just loving me. Well, like I said, ladies, I definitely have a word for you and I believe that it is going to be transformative and impactful. But before I get started, make sure you hit that little follow button as well as that notification bell that will alert you to any new episodes that I upload and make sure you share girlfriend talks with family and friends. And you know, I would certainly appreciate that. Now, ladies, recently we celebrated Valentine's Day. Now, I know it's been a little while, but when you think of Valentine's Day, what word comes to mind? Do, 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 Yes, you're right. Love comes to mind. Now, recently, God has really been dealing with me about love, y'all, in a big, big way. I mean, everywhere I turn from in the scriptures, you know, conversations and messages, God has been speaking to me about love. But you know what? The more He reveals and the more I receive, I believe that I am becoming more like Him in that sense. And I really love that. We cannot ask for anything more than to become more like Christ. Now, I'm finding that love really is something that we choose to do. It's something that is not natural in the sense of what we feel. We may not always feel love, but we choose to love even the unlovely. Now, why is that? Well, because God first loved us. And if he can love me and all of my stuff and my shortcomings, I can definitely choose to love those who I may disagree with, who may disagree with me and who may have hurt me or mistreat me in some way. Now, I'm not saying that we give people permission to walk all over us, that's not what I'm saying. Because sometimes you (laughs) you gotta love people from a distance and that's okay. However, the problem is, is when we wait to feel a certain way to determine we love someone. You know, I am convinced that love in my opinion is supernatural. Now, the Bible says that God is love, which means when we choose to love against all odds, we are not only representing God and his love, we are walking in the spirit that lives on the inside of us. Now, love is definitely something that can't be explained or understood by the world's standards. The world's, you know, love's based on feelings and emotions, which is contrary to the word of God. You know, we don't always feel love for those God has called us to love which is one, you know, one of the reasons why I believe that love is supernatural. Supernatural love tells you to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, forgive those who trespass against you. It's not that you feel love in these scenarios, but because we love God and we want to please him, we choose to walk in love even when it hurts and even when we don't feel like it. You know, it is by the power of the Holy Spirit that empowers us to love beyond what is natural to what is supernatural. Let me explain or give you an example of what I mean. Now, I recently ran across the story of a marriage counselor who had advised a woman who had grown weary with her husband and was leaning towards divorce. Now, her husband was taking her for granted and being unattentive. And the marriage counselor suggested that she behave contrary to how she felt. Instead, behave as if she really loved her husband. He said to compliment her husband, acknowledge the things that he did, you know, tell him how much he meant to her and be kind, compassionate, uh, considerate, generous when possible. Then, after she has completely convinced her husband of her love, then reconsider the ideal of divorce. So contrary to how the wife felt, she did all the things the counselor suggested. And the more the wife expressed her love for her husband, the more she started to actually fall back in love with him again. And in return, he began, you know, being more attentive and loving her back in the same ways. And guess what, y'all? Two months later, the ideal of divorce was totally off the table. Praise God. (laughs) You know what this story says to me is that when we choose to love God's way, he will make a way in the areas, you know, in our life that we thought were beyond repair, you know, and not only that, the results of the love of God that you share with others can lead to changing them and you. Now, Galatians 5, 16 and 17 says it best. So I, Paul says, I live by the spirit and you will not, he says that to live by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other so so that you do not do what you want. The messenger puts it this way, though. These two, meaning the flesh and the spirit, ways of life are antithetical, so that you cannot live at times one way and at a t- at times another way according to how you feel on any given day. Why don't you choose to be led by the spirit? In other words, I don't do what my flesh really wants to do, <laughs> which is maybe fuss you out or, you know, hold on to unforgiveness, mistreat you or go low when you go low, I choose to surrender to the control of the Holy Spirit. Now understand this, it's not that we always get this love walk right, (laughs) you know, because sometimes we will give in to the flesh and fall short. That's when we are, you know, convicted, not condemned to repentance. We don't allow the enemy to convince us to give up and quit. We continue in God's grace, his mercy, and his love that he lavishes on us each and every day. Now, living a life rooted and established in God's love begins when we receive his love. Now, interestingly enough, though, not everybody finds it easy to wholeheartedly to receive God's love. It can be difficult for various reasons. Now, today I am going to address those reasons. Now, for those who have, you know, had difficulty embracing that God loves you, today is the day that you are going to be set free to receive his love wholly and completely in Jesus' name. In addition, I believe those who need healing from wounds they have suffered in their past, accepting God's love is going to bring healing and restoration. You know, it's important that we learn to... to embrace God's love in its entirety. Because when we do, it makes space for us to love, you know, ourselves and others. Now, first, I know we've heard God's love expressed as unconditional or as agape love, but I want you to truly grasp the magnitude of this. God loves you so much, far, far more than any human could ever love you. And when I say His love is unconditional. I'm saying his love has no limits. You can't go anywhere where his love isn't with you. You can't do anything good, bad, or indifferent that will minimize or maximize his love for you. You don't have to work for his love, do good deeds for his love, and no sin, no mistake. And I mean nothing. Nothing stops God's love. He loves you personally. Passionately, powerfully, perfectly, and abundantly. Now, with that being said, you might be asking, then why do I still struggle with embracing God's love? Well, one reason may be that God is not physically present. Now, He's omnipresent, but He is not visible to the human eye or tangible, is what I mean. You know, I recently received a revelation about this God may be invisible. But he makes himself known he makes himself known in his creation the sun the moon the stars he makes himself known in our everyday lives through the many things we may take for granted like uh, waking up to a new day breathing (laughs) you know his protection from danger seen and unseen the activities of our limbs he makes himself known in the miracles that he performs every day he makes himself known by the power of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of each and every one of us. And it is the Holy Spirit, his Holy Spirit that will give you the capacity to receive God's love totally and completely. So even though you can't visibly see God, you can know God in the ways he makes himself known to you personal personally. Now another reason why some may struggle with receiving God's love is confusing his love with human love. Now, this is a big one. Now, because we live in a broken world with broken people, human love can be distorted, perverted, (laughs) fickle, and even with good intentions can leave someone broken. So then we experience the pain of love by those we love, right? Now, it's important that we distinguish God's love from human love. We must remember that the love from imperfect people is no comparison with the love of God. Now, God's love is perfect. Human love is not. Human love can be, you know, uh, conditional. And God's love is unconditional. Without conditions, y'all. Now, another reason why God's love can be difficult for some to receive is Is because of the lack of understanding of what God means for love to be and to look like. Now, again, we must remember that ideal of love, the ideal of love, is based upon the experiences we have with people, both good and bad. We must also understand, again, that we live in a broken world. Now, the world's view of love is based on emotions. Now, this ideal of love is inconsistent with the word of God. The world sees love as whatever it feels like at the moment, right? And that view is incomplete and fickle. You know, these humanistic feelings will morph love into what, you know, it wants it to be based on human wisdom, human misunderstanding of God's love and worldly standards. Now, in understanding God's love, we, you know, have to recognize that sometimes love will not always look how we expect it to. I say this because sometimes we will suffer things in this life in question. If God loves me so much, then why this? Why that? You know what? I want you to think about this. Christ was beaten, crucified, and nailed to the cross, right? Now, to the world, this doesn't make sense, but to the believer... We can come to the understanding that love was the driving force by which God gave his only son and his only son laid down his life. Now, I say this to say, oftentimes when we process our hurts, our pains and brokenness through our human, you know, misunderstanding and tangled hearts, the outcome is if God loves me so much, why would he allow this to happen? when we can process things through the filter of the absolute assurance of God's love, the outcome is God loves me so much. Therefore, I have to trust why he is allowing this to happen. You can trust God's love to understand that God is working all things for our good. Now, listen, people don't immediately always arrive to this deep understanding of God's love and his truth. Mainly because when we come to God, we come with a lot of personal and emotional baggage, right? However, if it is your desire to receive God's love in its entirety, it begins by making some decisions and taking action. Now, some of the things you can do is talk to a mature, trusted believer. Look for credible books and resources about God's love. Even consider talking to a good faith-based therapist if you feel this topic is bringing up a lot of issues in your life. Also, be persistent in prayer and asking God to help, you know, you to know and receive his love. Sometimes, you know, it's tempting to only pray about something a couple of times, right, and get frustrated. You know, you may think God isn't answering or hearing you, but I can't stress enough how valuable persistent prayer is to God. Now along with persistent prayer, study scriptures about God's love. There are various scriptures you can study and meditate on. Beyond that, read stories of God's love at work. Now one story can be found in John chapter 21. This gives you a close look at God's tender loving interaction with Peter. And Peter's encounter with God's profound love led to his restoration. Man, it was that's a good story too, y'all. Now, another thing you can do is to fully embrace God's love is to commit to reminding yourself about the truth of God's love for you. Now, when negative emotions and thoughts come, stop and remind yourself of God's love. Memorize scripture. Write some on a postcard. Keep them close and visible so you can, you know, meditate upon them. You know, the more you practice breaking negative thought patterns by replacing them with the truth of God's word, the easier it will become for you to change your thinking on God's love for you. Now, this is, you know, also creates space for you to see yourself through the eyes of his love. Now, listen, sometimes, the beginning of the journey to receiving God's love begins simply by accepting that God loves you. Now, regardless of your flaws, your shortcomings, issues, your past, and your mistakes, don't expect to feel emotions about it, but simply meditate on the truth that God loves you. Remove the emotions. Stop waiting on a feeling to come, but choose to receive God's love. Focus on the knowing and the spoken truth of God's word. God's love is unfilling. It is consistent. It is abundant. His love is accepting of us as imperfect beings, y'all. Remember this and remember this too, that God's love is not based on anything outside of him or anything that we do or don't do. God loves you, girlfriend. I want to end in prayer today. Father, I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice, if they have not received your love completely, Lord, help them to love you, Lord Jesus. Help them to know how long, how wide, how high, how deep your love is for them, for us all. Help us to be rooted and established in your love. Help us to know we don't have to work for a love that you freely give to us every single day. Help us to rest in the truth of Psalms 86, 13. Great is your love toward me, towards us. You already see the ways we will fall short and mess up, but this does not diminish your love for us, Father. So help us to consciously tuck your whisper of absolute love for us in the deepest part of our hearts. And as you fill us with your love, help us to walk in love, Father, loving you with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind, loving ourselves and loving others. We thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Listen, sis, you got this because God has you. And remember, God loves you. And we will talk again.